to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. virtual hug virtual hug we're back together folks alexa play back together by jill scott yes yes (laughs) i'm so excited that you're here talking talking by myself was great a great i mean you handled it like a champ i've only made it through a third of one of the episodes weirdly when you're alone our opinions are more the same than when we're they doing. really are i was but like look at india being say... right for once check <laughs> i'm kidding you always say what <laughs> i sometimes like what my evil self would say but by myself i can't be trusted and that first episode i was nervous when i had like a lot of sangria and yeah <laughs> not the sangria when I did the solo episode, I had a lot of anxiety. So that's why mine just went bloop, bloop, bloop. Like that's that why mine was only 45 episode. minutes. Cause I was just like, that's all my stuff. Okay. Bye. <laughs> and I remember like five times being like, India's not here to stop me. <laughs> I remember hearing that specifically, like my opinions without India completely unhinged. Only child energy. <laughs> don't have anybody to fight or like absolutely no one because me and my angel self but what what'd you say oh I was gonna say oh my gosh you guys I came back like I was fucking Dorit from Beverly Hills I was like when you travel the world you can speak in any accent you want (laughs) do you know what I'm saying I'm so sorry. I missed all of that because I was trying to fix my mic. <laughs> I did. I, I was like, the sound sounds up. really quiet. <laughs> I like fucked up. And so I had to fix it. Bro, I can't. I'm like, what I do? I think it's, it's all good. You know me in this mic. I'm like, ugh. Literally, if India's microphone ever starts working, y'all, that's going to be a new era for our show. I think we're good. Do I sound great? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, you sound like Luann. It's great. Oh, um, you were like, then... you're like, do I sound great? <laughs> I was like, yeah. If you're trying to fuck, weirdo. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm on season seven of no, I'm on season eight now of Roni. Well, the other day, John judged me. He was like, so this is season eight because he'll watch it after we watch. I'm not John shows, citing like, the numbers. Right after we like watch on, a couple fangirl. things he'll be like well you can put on whatever like your housewives i secretly like high key think he enjoys it just as new much york's as the best we were at we were at a holiday bar and he was like that person looks like th- that girl from Stop. like this specific show and i'm like not you loving not you knowing my shows and saying someone looks like someone oh my gosh we come on johnny yeah of the of the bravo love but he judged me for he's like so you've been through eight seasons of Real Housewives of New York. Interesting. And I was like, yeah, it's just like a show I put on in the background. Like I can work like with it. Like it doesn't bother me at all. I'm super productive. And he was like, eight whole seasons of it. I was like, <laughs> uh, he said, I'm not taking that for an answer. 
It does blow my mind though, how people like with certain shows. So like I used to be able to do that, like when I was in grad school and doing homework and stuff, but it had to be a show that I didn't really care about. Cause the problem is like, even if I've seen it 80 times, if you give me Roni seasons one through three, I'm in it. Like I have to be watching it. Like people who go through through the seasons like that, like really easy in the background. I can do that with like maybe married to medicine. You know how, like I'm always slowly kind of playing through three when I'm like doing laundry and stuff and I'll text you. Um, but it's really hard for me to, um, do the ones where it's like the background, like for me, background has to be like a Hallmark movie or like just something random that like, I don't truly care about. Like, I really can't like it too much. Does that yeah, make sense? Totally. Because I w- I have to sit, like I have to watch it. And then my judgmental ass was like thinking the other day, like, I don't know how people rewatch like friends a hundred times and Gilmore girls a hundred times. Like, don't you want to watch something new? Like there's so much out there. And then I think about how many times has Ruby last name watched Roni seasons one through three and Beverly Hills seasons one through three in her life. Hundreds of times. The way that I could recite to you like entire episodes, the way that I was there for scary Island before memes existed before viral moments existed. Like I know, right. I had to sit and talk to one friend about scary Island back in like, 2010 I think it was or 2000 I know yeah totally I was there that day everybody maybe not the day <laughs> it filmed but I was there the day it aired oh scary and island time, is amazing it was a time to be alive I also think scary island season was like the year of college that I was like always blacked out too so like I was in a scary island myself <laughs> <laughs> it was called the units where I lived oh god I, the units is definitely scary island when oh I used my to live in Pica. It's, it's the former pica yeah it literally I, looks like like I'm sorry it looks like um like the the apartment building on Candyman, but with a I lot of partiers know. I don't know that reference, but okay, uh, it's a scary. I don't movie. scary stuff, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what? It, my friends from other schools used to say when they'd come visit was it looks like a jail cell because the walls were made of cinder blocks. Yeah, that too. Literally, yeah. And then I was like in the one with like I was in the one that was emptied out because it was full of sexual assailants the year before on cocaine, and so you could just see like the drug residue on the walls. Oh my, my gosh, that's disgusting. I moved to Jamestown like the next semester. I think it's called like Lemon Hall now. Um, and my dad was like, why am I moving you in between semesters? Like, is it really that big a deal? And then when he did it, he was like, oh, <laughs> really different. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> shut the fuck up and unload this truck, sir. Right. <laughs> I, don't oh. make, I don't make decisions lightly. <laughs> like, This was necessary. It's completely necessary. Like, I went from Jamestown the is gutter to the penthouse. High legitimately. Candy and I never left that penthouse for the college. Street, Candyman Street to luxury. Like, yeah. Completely. It was anyone it was, who's seen Candyman will get it. <laughs> Shout out to Candyman Hive. We missed it. <laughs> but um, before the mic cut out, what I was telling you was like, I came back from my trick giving Dorit. I was like, 
when you travel the world, you can speak in any accent you want. <laughs> I was speaking German, British. I was giving, girl, I was giving Doritos on fire because, no, literally, maybe I texted that to you about how uh, I was like speaking to, so Duolingo people, 10 minutes a day of whatever language you're trying to learn and practice it out loud by yourself like a psycho. It works because I was yes, Duolingo. I was to read slash Luant. Yeah, sponsor us because I'm a polyglot again, baby. Um, I also have Duolingo. She's giving five languages right now. She's giving you. I use it to freshen up on my Espanol. Yeah, like I make you proud one day. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I believe hard to do. (laughs) No, I'll be able to do like Puerto Rican specific slang, not like. Oh, all right. Slang, not Spanish. <laughs> she slang. put up the Puerto Rican flag in Duolingo. She's like, give me the Boricua Spanish. That's what I'm trying to <laughs> Give me that Cardi B Spanish. <laughs> um, I'm giving you five languages now, folks, because I already had English, Spanish, French unlock. And then that makes Italian easier because like it's so similar to Spanish and French. I was ordering for us in restaurants. I was speaking to people back and forth. I wore like this cross around my neck too with like a black turtleneck and a slick back pony. And people really thought like, ah, Dona Italiana. And I'm like, yes. oh, yeah, girl. Yes, it's giving um, Italian a while. I had to be like, oh, Inglese, per favore. <laughs> but, uh, and then German is harder, even though it's like weirdly like English in some ways. Um, Like wonderful is like wunderbar. And you're like, really? okay um (laughs) but um (laughs) when that was very doritos of you to say wonderland is wonderbug okay (laughs) no like i i am that person though she is emily in paris people she is emily in paris yeah she was and i love it in london no um when i was talking to my parents neighbors who they're friends with um, I like did my little German, like the only phrases I knew, like, how are you? Blah, blah. And then I started speaking in English and the neighbor was like, you sound kind of British now talking in English after German. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> it's giving Dorit. If you would have came back with an accent, I would have loved that. Even if you were just trolling everyone for a while. I feel like that person that studied abroad once and like is going to talk about it for the next six months. Like I kept being like, well, when I was in Milan, we ate this. And like when I was in London, we saw this show. And I'm like, I sound like a dick right now. But listen, people. I love it. You have to acquire global experiences, make the most of it. My friend, I met a friend of mine in London. And that bitch had me walking 20,000 steps a day with my bum ankles that are still not recovered. And <laughs> I lost three pounds, so yay me. Look, okay, a win is a win. A win is a win. But girl, those ankles felt like there were needles inside of them. They hurt so badly. I was like, um, sitting break. Beauty is pain. Beauty is pain. I was like, um, sitting break now. Uh, But it was wonderful. I saw my dog and hugged her so much. A little hirsch. I think she understands now that I'm not dead, that I just like only visit. Come and go, yeah. Yeah, like now she's unbothered. I mean, she was still really excited when I got to the airport and she saw me and she like licked me for like 20 minutes straight. But then um, she wasn't as like moody when I left. So that was good. And I left twice because I like left for London without them and then came back. So. Oh, that's so neat. She she gets that I'm, you know, a part-time parent, you know, a sister. 
she understands yeah, it totally totally um so so we got that sorted with her I got my like little language energy back that was like what I was into as a kid so now I feel all like right like rediscovering the passions you know yeah totally got distracted you are well traveled well versed yeah like I, I need this to land my international sugar daddy oh for sure that you're gonna be in an elevator I need my um hold on shit I don't know how to say I know how to say dad in German and sugar in Italian but I don't know both in their <laughs> language so how about I just say uh mein Vatel Zucchero oh <laughs> that's called sugar daddy in Gertalian yes Gertalian say She's elevator saying, man um man elevator that's jerglish <laughs> that's jerglish <laughs> um or how do you say uomo is in italian uomo elevatore yes um, that's where you'll meet him yeah it should have been in milan i was like hey daddy hey daddy but nobody said hey back oh gosh milan que triste. yeah i mean i was like shooting probably like milan or london but i feel like both places are kind of xenophobic so they were like oh you're not british or italian be gone <laughs> whoops lost uh, all of oh, well, they're lost <laughs> well oh lost yeah we do have a, i know i was like we do have listeners in many a country these days i know you guys accept me but your compatriots don't feel the same way um but it was a time i found gluten-free pasta in italia so that was good oh, nice 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 well but i'm yeah, glad you I- had a ball I missed you guys. I missed our recaps. I missed being on schedule with my Bravo because that DVR is packed, baby. I didn't even know where to start. I was like, <laughs> I was like two episodes of everything. I Let's go. I had, I had Winter House on there, which sucks. I have Southern Hospitality, which I haven't gotten to explore, even though I like the mess um, besides that first episode. Right. Um, we had Potomac, Salt Lake City. What else? Below Deck Adventure, Miami, Below Deck Original, like so much stuff, you guys. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna give smatterings today, just like I gave you smatterings of my new languages. Oh no, for sure. We are testing ourselves to just do um since there's so many shows to cover, we have Potomac, Family Karma, Salt Lake City, and what was the other one? Oh yeah, I didn't say Miami. Yeah, that we're like, look, we need to like give ourselves a time limit, 15 minutes, a pop. Yeah. And, you know, call it a day because that's just it's just a lot of shows these days. Um, But we'll give just as great of content. I'm sure you guys will be OK without us rambling so much. Can I give you like some overall smatterings before we get into our little breakdowns? Sure, for sure. I would just like to say I feel like three things. First of all, I'm going to be serious for a minute. Um, this is not Bravo related, but like yesterday we learned of news that, um, that dancer mm-hmm. which passed away by suicide. And I just feel like we should take a moment. It's the holiday season. It's a very heavy time. Um, especially this was a black male and we talk about men's mental health a lot and especially mm-hmm. mental health that sometimes it's hard to speak out or cope or get help. And we don't know what his situation is. Maybe he has attempted a lot of that stuff before and, things happen but 
just reach out to people you love. Um, on the other end, people make like your friendships and relationships with people, a safe space for people to express themselves with you too, because sometimes people dealing with those issues don't feel like mm-hmm. they have an avenue because, you know, someone will be like, oh my God, that person said they're depressed. They're being overreact, like they're overreacting and stuff. And they're like, oh, that's not someone I can go to, to talk about how I'm feeling. Right. And so it's like, not just the stigma culturally or in your gender community, but also the people you surround yourself with, um, sometimes don't feel like the right people to confide in. So, yeah, you know, find a professional, but also for those of you who maybe aren't dealing with that, um, you know, make sure that you're the people in your life know that they can come to you anytime if they're feeling some type of way, you know, no judgment, um, you know, there to listen and they don't, you don't have to direct them either, but just provide whatever they need, um, in that time. Cause that was super sad to hear. Um, yeah, super dark those people that, um, you know, on the outside seem like a harbinger of joy and, you know, always expressing himself with his wife and their love of dance and each other and their family, um, especially like in the pandemic and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, um, sometimes it's those people who are like the brightest lights for others that, are still struggling. So Completely. I just wanted to say that. And then, I'm glad you said it. It needed to be said. Mental health matters. Your mental health matters. Yes. And um on to Bravo stuff. I know you don't watch original below deck, but there was this like really nice moment in a confessional. There's two characters who one is I would say characters. These are people, cast members. Um, there's two cast members one is Costa Rican and one is um, Australian and he's part indigenous Australian and they're both like children of mixed race couples and they like mm-hmm. talk about like their cultural experiences and like their experience of racism and like how both of them going through that like helped them understand each other a lot and like support their relationship and that was like a nice moment of like bringing attention to people's experiences as well. And then for my last thing, I'm going to take a real left turn and say that the theme I saw this week was a theme of liars. There were lies everywhere on my programming. Rishi, Mm. mentioning your solo episodes is a liar, and I'll get into that. Oh, Um, totally. Lisa Barlow is a liar. About what? About, I mean, I might have changed my mind on that halfway through the episode, but like, uh, like, liar what? about being like um supportive of Jen sometimes. I'll take that one back probably. And then Camille from Below Deck. So and then I'm a liar. No, and then Camille <laughs> from Below Deck is Turn a liar about her work ethic. So I was just okay, like yeah. the lies on my programs this week. I need to catch up on Below Deck. I told myself I would and it's yeah, good. They're happened. really messy. People are really horny. There's like a ton of love triangles. There is a man that has like he basically quietly confessed to having a sex addiction, and Fraser was like, like a cast member. Need- yeah, and Fraser was it was giving Jax Taylor and Fraser, who's like the chief stew this season. He was like, "You need professional help," and he was like, oh, "No, I was like joking." And he's like, "But I've never gone more than a week without sex," and he's like, "I'm actually like, is it not normal to like masturbate 14 times a day?" Oh no. <laughs> No, that's I'm bad. like doing the math. I'm like, that's twice oh, an that's hour. Bad. And then 
Oh my gosh. Just well, actually, that's it. more than twice an hour because you sleep presumably for six to eight hours. Right. So that's like three times an hour. 14 times a day. How is your dick still okay? <laughs> yeah. How, how are you still coming? Okay? That too, but how are you strong hands? I, I want to see his forearms. The man has strong forearms. <laughs> well, just one. Strong fingers, yes. I yeah, just want to see one, one compared to the one other. Hand, yeah, one hand is really chiseled. <laughs> and the other one really strong. Well, yeah, and the other one is just placid. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah, um, not well. Um, but it's very good. You'll enjoy it. Okay, but well, yeah. I will commit to that. What show do you want to start with today since you're probably more caught up than I am and well, well I want to give a poopy I don't have a poppy this week because no one just really stood out to me you know okay. everyone was every everyone was everyone however the poopy I want to give to is Lenny he just continues to get worse I mean, that's a clear and worse and worse Leonard and worse he doesn't care what he says on social media he doesn't care what he says on the show he stands by it and Ooh. I'm just disgusted oh the the disrespect is just Even like Lisa, wow okay. yeah even if like lisa wasn't like the best wife no one deserves what she's getting no. like you still have to have love for her your kids like it's public oh no compassion no nothing it's weird is he just like gladly used her as property for like 15 years and mm-hmm. she made that choice too but like to then just like toss her away as such i mean it's consistent but it's bad consistent yeah bad consistently bad um but yeah do you have anything anybody that stands out i mean besides rishi um sure don't i mean i think <laughs> you just kind of gave your poppy and poopies actually like your generals were like yeah below deck um rishi goodbye all the liars goodbye yeah like goodbye to liars my poppies of the week are li- or my poopies of the week are liars Whoa. i don't like lies i like that's always my theme. Like, I feel like I've said a hundred times on here is like, I don't care if you're a good or a bad person, as long as you're honest, like as yeah. long as you're yourself, because there are plenty of people that I like that people loathe and they're like, how can you like that person? And I'm like, cause they're just actually being who they are. Right. They're not making a front. For Trying the to be anybody else. Yep. Like weirdly, I like Meredith this season of Salt Lake City, because even though she is dull as like, dull things i don't know a pencil um <laughs> i use pencil <laughs> i don't know why you call the i, I don't, don't know, know what the pencil did to deserve that <laughs> <laughs> you know like when you've written for a long time like a yes. PSAT, a yes. post I, I completely get it now yes <laughs> um i hate myself <laughs> um <laughs> But at least that's who she is. And she's just like speaking and being boring, but at least she's engaging and showing us that actually she is just dull. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Even like, cause she's kind of weird and funny. Um, But like, I hate when it's like, people are like, I like, again, the Heather gave it all. People are like, I love Heather. She's so relatable. I'm like, she's literally presenting a product to you of a person that she wants you guys to think she is. Oh, for she's sure. kind of getting a little more real. She was giving um, Disney villain energy on Below Deck Adventure because she's a charter guest. And she brought um, Angie H and the Elf on a Shelf husband. Um, oh, no. with her to, and she was like, let me throw my mink on the bed to claim the primary bet or something like that. And then she was like doing all these weird poses and comments and stuff. And I was like, God, you're such a douchebag. But oh. at least that's really her. 
Yeah, I guess so. Well, I guess we can get started. I'm going to challenge ourselves by setting a timer. That's that's all on you. You're going to have to like give me like a, what are you going to do? Like one minute <laughs> heads up. Yeah. Just like, give me a one like this. Look, let me see if I can allow that. Just do this. Probably not. When you see one minute, just look at me like this. Gotcha. Okay. Let me like Let not... me put your money Okay. I don't really want to like do a or we're just gonna set it and just put my ringer all the way down. Okay. Just Let's like, um, do like it. A, like you're running a lap. Yeah. Okay. We got this. Let's go. What are we starting with? <laughs> Bitch, that's what I asked you. <laughs> All right, let me pause it and restart. No, okay. just do Potomac because we okay. don't care. Let's just do it. Because we'll probably finish that in like six minutes. Oh, for sure. Um, I haven't watched either of them, but I've just heard, I heard from you that this week was a filler. I heard last week, everybody, all the whiny people, the Wendy apologists are like mad because they were icing out Wendy and, you know, everyone wants Robin and Giselle gone, but they don't understand there will be no TV show if you do that. So that's all I took away from it. What what did you learn that you could tell me about? Yeah, for sure. Um, I just need everyone to, to relax, calm down, take a Xanax. Literally, it's a television show. These people had previous beef. It is not about race or color. Ugh. Well, I think people have moved past that, but they're just saying it's not nice now. Like now, I mean, I'm still the new conversation it. is that they're being bullies. And I'm like, oh, we need to really find a new word really in this episode actually robin and wendy apologized to each other and made up just said that like they were both wrong for whatever they were wrong for so i just want everyone to like calm down now um another thing is yes just let it go um robin also like had a sit down chat with um candace and she was like really upset because her style, her hairstylist, I think we've met her on past episodes. Um, her sister and husband were in a tragic car accident. And so she's okay. just like, life is too short. I need to like make up with everyone. So that like started the like make up with Candace and the make up with Wendy. Robin. Yes. Okay. Um, Candace got her MBA and um yeah. Candace her party. Yeah, she did get an MBA, which she was like, I can use it like to negotiate my contracts and I know what I'm I'm doing, oh. which I'm like, it's smart. That's um, good. Candace and Karen made up. Um, Candace said like she didn't remember saying it. Like a producer told her, like, yeah, you did say it. she was like, Oh shit. And she was like, We, you know, I apologize or whatever, whatever. They made up. And that was Giselle had her girls be 16 party. That was just kind of it. Like it wasn't, I don't really remember anything crazy going on. Pretty bland. Well, there you have it, folks. Potomac. How long did that take us? Uh, That took us approximately uh, less than three minutes. (laughs) Woo! We're We're on a roll. I will say one more wrap-up statement is just like, I feel like it's not a great season. And what's hard is like, it's been on an upward trajectory for so long. And I think last season was a little like, lateral and then this is the first season where i feel like it's been a tick down yeah this episode was very like meh um so i'm hoping but the mid-season trailer looked good the last episode was good so i hope that it just goes back on an upward trajectory yeah i just feel like the core four of like robin giselle karen and ashley have become like too media trained and so like they're afraid to do anything yeah that will like 
upset the you know like really because like even though again like even though Giselle made up the little you know Chris storyline and all this stuff like at the end it's fairly harmless you know what I mean but they're like not really trying to like tell too much of their life stories anymore besides Ashley and the divorce like Robin doesn't really have a story Giselle so much as I love her doesn't really have a story Karen really doesn't have a story because again her solo story was her man getting his nails done with her uh like the sad part is like Candace has a story but I feel like is she just like doesn't seem to want like she thinks she's better than the rest of them in the sense of like her intelligence and stuff which may be true but like also you have to try and like have fun with your other castmates like I think Wendy and Candace are both like really well educated women and so and they went to like prestigious schools and like have these academic backgrounds and so they're kind of like y'all are kind of trashy and they could be right but you still can't like do that kind of classist bit you know what I mean right definitely not and and so I but I enjoy Candace um but I I definitely think that Wendy is trying to be like a Candace clone in the sense of like use your words and like thinking that like just because like you can say it but you can't put your hands on anyone and that's like the the opposite like why is it okay that you say whatever you want to say but then when someone decides to like yeah you can't provoke react. people yeah yeah then you no. it, it was very similar to the candace monique thing like which mm-hmm. i actually think that wendy provoked it provoked not provoked it provoked mia more than candace provoked monique oh yeah day. like i really don't think that i think candace like monique's defense was like candace you do this all the time and you got to watch yourself and it was like just the wrong time and i don't think that like what Candace was doing in that moment was justifiable enough for Monique to do that. And also the level of which, because throwing a drink and like just the liquid, not the glass or anything, throwing, pouring liquid on someone, as we saw Jen Shaw do to her friend Angie K, right. which was really funny. Um, I laughed. <laughs> is not as bad as like bashing someone's skull into a wooden table which is literally what Monique was doing to Candace and like pulling at her wig like throwing wine glasses like she was like, yanking her and so that's the difference like it's not even as bad I, as Sierra tossing her wine glass at Danielle. Oh, Danielle and breaking the glass yeah so like on the levels of like quote violence like Mia's was not that big a deal yeah to me the only but thing that wasn't right, really, but wasn't that big a deal. The only thing that fucked Mia up was that she couldn't apologize after, like she couldn't apologize. Like Wendy yeah. apologized, she was just like whatever. She didn't want Wendy around. She was just really like a like a, like starting the isolation of Wendy. Yeah, like which was what where she fucked up. So yeah, that's that that is yeah. That. Sorry, I just keep playing with my hair because I curled it and everything fell, and now it's like all types of tangled, and I'm just like you're having a moment huh having a moment that's yeah anyway um cheers to we do family karma next did you watch family karma um so i watched the first episode that i missed where and you can you had kind of talked about this last week where like rish confesses to well he doesn't monica pulls it out of him and i have a lot of thought i didn't watch the bachelor party one yeah okay but i have a lot I have a lot of thoughts. Though, well, I- tell me your thoughts. I'll do it in like two minutes. Okay, hold on. Let me put the timer on. This timer is like, I really think it's like really helping us. 
the pressure to just get some notes out. I don't know. Once we, once we're on time and we're both on the same page, we're going to get into it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. But like, this is just like, okay. Like, so, so the episode I watched, like literally was just centered on like the Monica confronting Rich about his lies. Right. Mm -hmm. Or about the rumors, if we will. And like, there was a few things I was thinking about, like, Amrit like ambushing Brian about you know talking to Rish and stuff and he was mm-hmm. like at first I was kind of mad because I was like bro you're the one who brought it up in front of like six people first right and eventually he said like you know it was wrong that I did that because I was like everybody was placing the brim on Brian for telling Rish but also everybody else knew not a soul told Monica so why is Brian so much worse you exactly know I, mean? I get what they're saying is like Monica is his like one of his childhood best friends and all that but nobody's any better so I was really annoyed about all that. And like, I think Amrit is like, he flies under the radar because he's really practical and he's a lawyer and in a committed relationship that people don't see. Like he's best friends with Vishal. They are both fame whores. They're both thirsty. Amrit lives for housewives, like based on all the people that he was like kicking with. At and Bible he Club. doesn't like support. So he's a messy fucking bitch. He doesn't support Vishal being sober. Like the past couple episodes, That's Vishal has been up. like, Risha wants me to be sober like she doesn't want me to drink and he's just like drinks drinks like, like going like you know like yeah that's not like, a good friend no drinks for you like that's not that's and not we'll get into the episode we'll get into this yeah. episode and what but, like what more has occurred but yeah but since you went into it pretty detailed with the episode before I'm just gonna say some points of like um you mentioned it in uh your solo recap but like I completely agree that Monica like to me Monica is the reason I don't like fuck with her that much on the show is because she's always like presenting you know like Mm -hmm. Brian said it she's a sweet Indian girl on the outside that's teaching dance classes and all this jams but if she gets mad you know she's setting everything on fire and she always tries to like suppress and hide that right and it's like she's not really like her full self when she's on camera and I just wish she would just be more honest and like you mentioned it last week like she thinks she wants all these things but maybe she doesn't and I think they're just completely wrong for each other like they're just not on the same page like he's still trying to have fun and that's his right and she wants to be married or think she does and that's her right but that means y'all are not in the right space for each other and he probably did act out because he was feeling like all that pressure and stuff and when she was calling him this person in her confessional I was like oh that sounds like somebody who's broken up because she was like I love this person and like this person is important to me and I was like yeah, using names. That means uh, this person. There's been. A, it was weird. They were doing their joint confessional, and I was like, "It's giving Shannon and David Bedore of like really trying to convince us that they like each other and that they still, yeah." I was oh, gosh, Shannon Bedore. And oh, so Shannon Bedore, that was the most and, awkward seasons. And let me tell you something, everybody. When you ask someone a question and they don't answer yes or no in a very clear, like if the first words out of your mouth are like, that is completely false. Nothing about that is true. Like in a confident, clear way, they're lying. Like when she was like, you know, have you heard about these rumors? Is there anything I should be concerned about? And he starts with like, um, like, you know, I would never do anything to hurt you. Mm-hmm. That's not an answer, answer to the question. question. Exactly. Is there anything I should be concerned about? No, there's nothing you should be concerned about. Like you should be able to repeat the question back to the person comfortably and calmly. Because if not, it's like, even 
I feel like that's like even a form of to me gaslighting because it's like you know I wouldn't do anything to hurt you so like why are yeah. you asking me this like and the fact that he said not- that to her dad too I was like oh baby oh his dad her dad was yeah. on playing yeah and um yeah I, I'm really concerned about the Vishal drinking too like the fact that he said like you know I'm annoyed that people won't let me have this beverage so I can be the fun person I am like if you need the substance to be fun I think your personality is and I've been around people like that like that's like sounds like Carl my- Yeah, well, that's one of my biggest pet peeves and, like, a personal thing that I'm uncomfortable with. And I've said it, you know, again, I'm, like, repeating in cycles. But, like, I've just been exposed to a lot of people in my family and some friendships in which people have had, like, addictive issues. Mm -hmm. And so if you can't be sober around someone or, like, I was somewhere recently and at some point I stopped drinking and people were like, are you okay? Why don't you have a drink? Like, what's going on? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just want water now. Like. I don't want to be drinking for 12 hours. I'm really sorry. Exactly. Like, and also I was having a good, people are like, are you having fun? Do you want to go home? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I just, just want water. I just don't want to like, drink anymore. It's fine. Yeah. And so it makes me really uncomfortable when people either need alcohol that desperately, like, and that he has like a chronic health condition. Again, as someone with a chronic health condition exacerbated by inflammatory things, it's like, you know how much better you feel without that mm-hmm. so it's it's just like like I don't think he has an addiction but I think he just really needs to evaluate himself like some kind of inner work like some kind of mental health work with that and his relationship of like why alcohol. don't you like yeah why don't you like yourself without alcohol like especially around your childhood best friends that you've known all your life and your wife although not legally um and then my, my only other note is um I'm loving chaotic Avni when she was like, this year, I'm treating myself like the Indian Bachelorette. <laughs> I was like, do I need to do that in 2023? Do I, I need actually, to love food And find out what like I'm blocking my love? Oh, for sure. Definitely. I'm doing all the, the astrology, sh- um, astrology shit. And I found out I was born on a new moon. <laughs> I am the new moon goddess at this point. No one can tell me shit. I was telling my mom that, that today. Um, what? so apparently I was looking at a TikTok and apparently if your sun and moon are the same sign, then you were born on a new moon. So oh. I was like, no way. So then I looked up like the moon, like where the, like the placement of the moon w- during my birthday, like, yeah. and it was a new moon. And I was like, fuck. And my period always comes on during the new moon. I told you this already. Yeah. I'm a witch. I'm a witch new moon goddess. Oh my God. Sure. <laughs> I forgot to say too, when I was visiting my family that, um, I was telling my friend about how my mom makes this really good ham for Christmas with like cherries and pineapple. Mm-hmm. And then when I came home for like my last day of visiting my family, um, my mom had like all of our neighbors over and she made the ham. <laughs> and I asked the oh neighbor, my I said, gosh. how do you say witch in German? And she was like, Hexen. And I was like, ich bin Hexen. And I just oh kept gosh. saying that everywhere. <laughs> that sounds like a curse. No, it's just saying I'm a witch. Oh, shit. Ich bin oh, I thought you, I thought you asked what ham was in German. Oh no, 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 no. I was, I was like, saying, Hexen a- is ham? <laughs> no. I was like, oh my God, I'm a witch. And I was like, Kirsten, how do I say I'm a witch? <laughs> and well, so we are going to get it was cut giving off. Sabrina. <laughs> we are gonna get cut off. So let's oh. pause and then come back. And then we'll talk about this week's episode, what you learned. For sure. Bye. And I will say Bali is still my favorite character on Family Karma. Oh, for sure. Ever since season one, when she was like, I hate working at her workplace. (laughs) 
I was like, relatable. <laughs> but I love her. Um, anyway, tell me about the bachelor party. Okay, so the episode opens up from where it left off with Rishi showing up to Monica's house and being like, I lied to you. But it's not what we think. It's not, oh, I lied to you because I really did cheat on you, which we all know yeah. or at least suspect it is. Um, I lied about when I knew about it. Like I I have known for a week, but I didn't know everyone else knew. So I didn't, wasn't really like trying mm-hmm. to mess up like a happy home. And John was like, I get that. Like he didn't know that everyone knew. So why would he tell Monica? Like if Brian tells him this rumor or like what he heard about what she said, then why wouldn't he just try to fix or like work, you know, John. like not mention it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I've been like, John. John, this is not the moment for you to jump in. Like, okay, John. That's what I would have said. He's like, I get it. He wasn't trying to fuck up a happy home. Like, and I was like, John. okay, but this this dude cheated on her. Whatever. Also, John, not the moment for you to be no pick another show or storyline. He was just so into it, which I love. But I I love that <laughs> we have a Bravo stand in him now. Oh, for sure. He is he is all in. Like Teddy Mellencamp. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That bitch is trying to be everywhere. Like she was with her daddy on Watch What Happens Live. I hit delete I on saw. that episode. I said, I'm not watching this. I saw. And he was I probably was miserable. Like, He's like, God, I have to make up for like not like caring about what she does with her fitness program by <laughs> being on this show. <laughs> but yeah um so that happened and she's like don't ever lie to me again and i'm like okay whatever Ooh. um amrit and brian make up um sorry i just hit the mic amrit and brian make up <laughs> of course i did amrit like make up your mind i feel like he's a gemini i'm gonna look that up while you talk go ahead and he t- re-invites brian to his bachelor party um i'm Surprise. just giving highlights at this point because whatever um Bashal and risha like are their house and Risha's just pretty much sick of Bashal shit and him drinking and it's like I'm not signing the marriage license until I see that you've made progress and then on top of that you have Crohn's disease and like do you want me to be telling people like how you complain to me about how your body aches and it gives you digestive issues when you drink mm-hmm. like and all of this stuff and he's like no and basically he is like super distraught at this point is like I'm gonna lose her like and tells Amrit like sorry but I'm not coming to your first night of your bachelor party and so mm-hmm. Amrit of course is like super upset about it and um it's like he's not being a friend yada 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 and it's like dude like you gotta Amrit needs to calm the fuck down he's, he's just like you're not being there friends. for me and I was there for you blah 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 um Pretty much. And then the next day, Vishal shows up with Risha because Risha's like, you're going to regret not going. And um, he pretty much pulls Amr aside after a while because Amr's like, I'm not trying to talk to you. This is my bachelor party. There's food here. There's drinks here. Like, do what you want. Vishal's, Vishal's not he's just acting like a prima donna. Vishal is like just trying to like maintain the status quo or not status quo, but like trying to like make, keep things copacetic, especially with him and Risha yeah. and like giving her drinks to drink. And she's like, Oh, I'm not drinking. And he was like, Oh, you're like not drinking in support of me. Like I really appreciate it. And then he pulls Amrit aside and is like, I really think I have a drinking problem and I think I'm going to lose Risha. Like if I don't change, like, and mm. I just need people to support me in this. He was like crying about it. Wow. Um, and just deciding like not to drink anymore. I hope he sticks to that for sure. Like he was he'd super be more likable like, if he didn't. Mm-hmm. I think he thinks he's fun, but he's actually a nightmare. 
Yeah, for sure. He's I mean, definitely he like broke his fucking asshole on, on that table the day before his wedding. Exactly. You think that's like fun? Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Getting wasted to the point where you are like are belligerent is not the wave after you are like not 25. <laughs> Listen, I know that best better than anyone. <laughs> People keep trying to ask me, like, want me to act like I'm 21. And I was like, baby. That was a decade ago. Me at 21. I know you loved that, but I'm not here for your services. Like, I'm not here to provide services for you. Like, right. Of entertainment. Go watch a circus somewhere else. There's some other kid throwing up in a street if you need to go watch that. Like, <laughs> just go to the bars on a Friday. You'll find them. But yeah, <sighs> that was the episode. And look at us wrapping up still just, early. Yeah, I just feel like some type of way about... I, I just don't understand when people get so wrapped up in their bullshit, like with this bachelor party and stuff that like they can't see outside of themselves for five seconds to say like, hey, my friend is struggling. Like we just talked about this at the beginning of our episode. Like if somebody is struggling, you need to be supportive. You can't be right. like, well, this is my moment. Like literally go fuck yourself. That's rude as hell. And the um, thing about it is that Amrit's the one who told Risha that he was drinking and is like, do yeah, I feel Amrit bad loves to, about Amrit like, loves to like her, set up no, little bombs and then walk away from it. Like that's the problem with Amrit. He loves to set up little um what are the that what's that word? What, what's that explosion thing called where you, you pull the thing? Um a yeah. Grenade. Grenade. He loves to pull the grenade and then all of a sudden just like walk away and let everybody else do with the fallout. And then yep. yeah, he gets away with it because he has a calm voice and is a lawyer and all this stuff. And it's like And he's gonna no, you're right. full of shit. Yeah. Go for sure. Like respectfully, go fuck yourself. Selfish. Yeah. Okay, cool. Which one do you want to do next? Salty Lake? Um, let's do let's do Salty Lakes first. And then let's wrap up with my okay. I'm not that's what I'm the closest to catching up on. I made it through like, they are, they went to the, oh, I made it through this week to the part where um, Heather and Lisa are teaming up to tell Jen that their friendships are toxic. Mm, okay. So I'm so pretty close. You made it to like the wig dinner. No, we haven't gotten to the wig dinner yet. Um, although I saw like a bit of that on my TV last night when I was like, flipping through the channels and i was like they look deranged in those wigs oh okay so you made it to like the lunch with jen lisa and heather yeah like i made it to like they so i saw all of last week where they get to san diego and angie k is getting crazy so jen pours the champagne on her and oh then my they go to yeah. the yacht and jen blacks the fuck out and it's like throwing shoes and throwing charcuterie and i think when i said lisa is a liar is like I feel like the way that she was acting was in that like guilty way when she kept hugging Jen and being like, say you're my friend, say you're my friend. And like when somebody pisses me off, I don't like them trying to come up to me and be like all apologetic and stuff. Like obviously I've said it repeatedly and it's problematic. I see myself in Jen Shaw from time to time (laughs) and minus, you know, the crimes. And all I will say is that like, if you piss me off and I'm like, questioning you the last thing I want is you to like hug me and like be all over me if I've said like please stay away for a second yeah true like if I need space give me space so that's where I was just like I'm sick of her and then 
I just, I can't believe they left her in the sprinter van, passed out when they came back. I was like, these white girls are not her friend. Cause like someone needs to just say like, Jen, walk 20 steps to your room. They left her in the van. They left her in the van. And then they did this luau and that was a mess. And everybody was dressed so badly except for maybe Meredith, but it was like barely adequate. And then um, (laughs) I love how like, Jen had been shitting on Angie K the entire day. And then at the end of the night, she's like, you know, who's the only person who I know is okay. Angie Katsanevas. <laughs> and they played the like clown music, like, dee, 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 dee. <laughs> like MS. everybody was like, what? You've literally been shitting on this woman for 12 hours. Um, Dana is a flop. I need her to dye the silver in her hair and make it one shade, like either make it all silver or make it all black. But like, skunk tina is not a look like i can't do that and then i loathe heather but i actually kind of agree with heather in the sense of like even though i loathe angie harrington i agree that like she should be able to be friends with both of them yeah because you know she said her piece about i don't think what they did was right blah blah i think they should apologize and like whatever they chose to do that was their choice but that doesn't mean that she needs to stop being friends with them um in order to be friends with jen so as much as i love jen and stan jen i was like no you really can't give that ultimatum, ultimatum. Not at all. yeah but um i thought it was weird that they compared jen forgetting that she shoved lisa to heather forgetting all the things that she quote forgets because Jen forgot because she blacked out. You guys Heather chooses to forget or to pretend to forget. Those are not the same. So, and then everybody was like very concerned about Jen's use of alcohol. And I'm like, well, she's a little stressed, you know, and people have a bad moment. I know I just said the thing about Vishal, but like, I also understand sometimes we get carried away when it's either a really good day or a really bad day. Yeah, totally. And we know that she's suffering. And like, I get that what she did was wrong, but you, but y'all are her friends supposedly. And so you just kind of like have to hold some space for her right now. Um, so I agree, but I also, it would be very challenging. Like, and I think that's why it's important to like set boundaries and relationships because when shit hits the fan and like, you don't feel like you have the the then right to bring bring up their shit because they're already going through more shit. It's just like you can't stop the monster that you created. Um, and yeah. I think that Jen is a monster, our monster, but a yeah, monster I, nonetheless. I agree with you because I did like unfortunately see myself in Heather Gay McCain because when she said like the reason I don't get deep with people is because if I really got deep I don't know if I would be friends with them number one maybe evaluate you know I kind of get it because like they're also on a show together so like they need to stay on the show together and so I think there's like a fourth wall undertone in that conversation you know what I mean but I also um understand what you're saying about like you need to put limits and boundaries because again I've dealt with those people too and I've said like you know, you're going through something and I can be there for you through that, but also you need to choose better coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. And so I think that instead of telling her like she can't yell at people and she can't be angry, 
just to be like, look, I know, like expressing their understanding of her struggle first, because I don't think that they ever include that part in the conversation. So, and she like, is one of those people that I think needs to hear the reassurance and like the affirmation of like, I'm here for you. And I know you're struggling, but we have to channel that in a different way. That's healthier for you. No, totally. Um, Yeah. I mean, I guess we can get into it. We don't have to like, I mean, a lot of it was like what we've already talked about. um, Yeah. As far as like just the whole Jen and Heather thing. And then the whole Heather and Whitney stuff, like, Honestly, I love Lisa saying, like, I'm going to go grab a Kit Kat and get ready for my day. Like, <laughs> I also love a Kit Kat. <laughs> Lisa, um, I was listening to the um, podcast Spiritual Sonia, which are uh, the women who do, like, the each, mm-hmm. each season, yeah. they do, like, one of the signs. And they're saying that Lisa's a cat moon. And they're convinced that, like, Every time she mentions all of these fast food places or these candies, like it's low key her trying to get sponsorships. And I can't <laughs> believe that, that like she's really just doing a bit, hoping that someone will send her like free gift cards. Very Capricorn, very Capricorn. Yeah, they were like the cat moon is showing. Oh, I love it. I love that. Um, Angie, Kay, and Jen hugging and apologizing, but Angie being like, our relationship's never going to be the same. It's like, okay, girl. I thought that I was just weird. Can't see I thought that was weird. Same. I can't see her the same after she pretty much just said like look I thought that Bravo was gonna pay for this $15,000 party they didn't Mm. like also I really agreed with Jen last week when she was like if you host a party you're hosting the party you're not invoicing people like don't offer it and I completely agreed with that and Mm -hmm. after anybody says like first of all none of y'all are rich enough to comment on it you know, I throw $500 parties, not $15,000 parties. Right. You know what's interesting? The necklace that she gave Angie K, that evil eye necklace, did you see it when they were saying like, here's the $5,000 necklace or whatever? Yeah. That um, Monica was wearing that necklace in the episode of Family Karma when she's talking to Nicholas and Amre. I'm like, is this some brand that was giving like every Bravo celebrity? a necklace and so jen probably didn't even buy it it was like given to her by like a pr box and she just was like here in gk yeah i just which is like okay valid like no you didn't give me this like intentionally like it wasn't a gift you were just giving it to me because you brought it over to put on like so i get it but that whole thing was just tacky just tacky and it's just like whatever Um, sorry, my mom is texting me. You're fine. I was like, I don't have anything else to say about Salt Lake. Um, (laughs) So they do the whole beach outing. I was just weak that Lisa and the confessional just kept saying Turks and Queso instead of Turks and Caicos. She's like, no, that's not right. Please don't use that. Like it's Turks. I didn't believe her when she said that. I was like, I think Lisa likes to try and do bits. And so she was taking it a little too far. Turks and queso I was like oh my gosh like I just thought it was real but what? Well, who knows I mean the same person who wants to be like my YSL heels on pre-order hard to get you know if you're that pretentious you don't know how to say Turks and Caicos Turks and queso like she's it. giving Sonia Morgan trying to be in both lanes are you smart or are you <laughs> stupid you can't be both 
words um, from an iconic villain, Bethany Frankel, who I will always blindly stand. She's a trash monger, guys. I know. But she's my trash monger. For sure. At um, one time, then, she was an inspiration. Sorry, continue. I could talk about Bethany Frankel for my own solo episode. I, I, I so know you can. <laughs> I so know you can. Um, I would go episode by episode, frame by frame, being like, this is genius. This, put it on a postcard. This, take that to your MBA class. She used class. to be so genius. And now she is just a shell yeah. of a woman that she was. Um, now she's also a podcast host. Like, it's so sad that like all these creative people or business people, it's like not the same like us doing it because like we're us. You know what I mean? Like all these people who clearly have like massive, you know, eight figures. I think success. she has like two different podcast shows. And then one of them is obviously Rewives where yeah. she breaks down Bravo. I feel like so I'll listen to yeah. one episode, but I've tried to listen to her other one and it was really painful. So hmm. you, that, that says a lot coming from you. I know um, there's, there's people that I like that when I hear them in an interview, I'm like, Oof. you lost me sorry (laughs) all right let's as lisa barlow said let's stay on task (laughs) um (laughs) did you watch did you watch the jen lisa heather lunch i only got to the part where they were well i only got to the part where jen said she was allergic to shellfish and heather was like trying to crack a joke i was like oh my god what if we kill her too i'm like heather this is not the laugh factory this is bravo stay in your lane I think she does like, a lot of talk about talk about lamb meatball lollipops or something. Stay over I there. I like she is super put on in confessionals. She is what I feel about Lisa. Like that you like what you feel about, about Lisa. I feel about yeah. like Heather. Um, yeah, so basically, I think they're both competing in that realm. But go ahead. Yeah. So Jen apologizes to Lisa. Like they just bringing up like what happened on the yacht and just like what Lisa was feeling and Lisa just saying like yeah you get angry at someone else and I'm the brunt of that like you treat me like shit and then Heather being like you know do you think our friendship is toxic and um Jen is like just saying like Jen was talking shit about her to um Heather and Lisa and Whitney and Angie K and um saying that like basically that with the way that she treated Angie K and then after is being like she's the only one that has my back but was like you know poured wine on her and like through her shoes specifically shoes through her shoes off the boat like <laughs> heather's like that could be me like you could be mad at me and those could have been in my shoes and i'm like oh that's kind of deep like you just treat your friends like shit like th- like lack of boundaries like you treat your friends yeah. like shit and you expect for them to be like it's all good and just to like brush it off but then of course it got super deep as lisa would say lisa was like jen dropped a drop something so heavy that not even bob the builder could move that shit like conversation was gonna end after that and it was the oh, fact God. that like Jen said that after like when she saw the whole fake page that Angie H and her husband made that like she tried to commit suicide and like she was in the hospital for two and a half days and it was just because she had like a really bad day it was like a bad day like with like court stuff and like coach Shaw had to like come like break into like the locked bathroom she was in and like like I said she was in the hospital for two and a half days so she's like it was just very sensitive to me. And I've never like told anyone that like, and that's why like, Coach Shaw was so upset. And of course, after that, it's like, all right, well, no more holding her accountable. Like she just dropped something so fucking heavy. And so Heather is basically telling Lisa, like, look, like we need to have a united front for Jen. 
because she's going through a lot and like me and you can vent to each other about Jen's toxic shit and I feel like that's what it has to be because it's like yeah and that is with some people too like that's another approach to that I think is fair is I think sometimes it's hard if you're in a one-on-one relationship with someone and they're doing Mm -hmm. that but if you are in a friend group like they do have that opportunity where they can support each other while supporting her and so I think that's actually a a pretty healthy approach too is like okay I have other people to to that get what's happening that like how far is too far like I'm sorry just because my friend is going through a bad court situation like I completely get it I want to empathize I want to be there for you like yeah that's rough regardless of if you're guilty or innocent but like you think it's okay to push me you think it's okay to call me names you think it's okay to treat me like shit when I'm just trying to be there for you is not an even exchange to me well I think I think it's not about the court part I think it's about her mental health and she's said repeatedly on the show that she's had depression for a long time in her life and obviously like if you're having like a suicide attempt or suicidal ideation that's like a pretty strong point mm-hmm. um I think that there should have been a point sooner maybe where she said that to them right. um although like you know everyone's entitled to their privacy but like it, we said if it's bleeding out into how you're interacting with other it's really important to disclose that information to people so right. that they really understand where you're at because obviously like violence against anybody not acceptable um you know I'm kind of of the mind of like material objects are material objects like these are all very rich people like yes that's disrespectful but you can go get a new pair of shoes tomorrow. you know like if someone's really at a point where they're trying to harm themselves um especially like end their lives so it's a balance like absolutely it just has to be a continuous open line of communication on both ends Oh, like completely. you have to you and just have to like if you're the person suffering and you know that your actions can like impact the people in your life you need to be really honest about where you're at on a daily basis because that's how those relationships get tarnished you know what I mean like if you're not letting people in on like hey I'm having you know however you want to call it like some people call it a dark day or people might be more comfortable being explicit and saying like, I'm in a depressive episode right now like I right. have to withdraw for some time or, um, you know, you just have to constantly be communicating that you can't suppress it because that's when you bottle up and blow up. So like she needs to work on the disclosure a lot more frequently if this is clearly being exacerbated by all these external factors and, and they do need to make a choice, um, of like, either I have to, it's hard to be like one foot in and one foot out in those situations. You either need to be all in a la Teddy Mellencamp or you need to say like, hey, I love you and I'm here for you. But like physically, I have to take a step away for some time um, while you work through this because it's really impacting my feelings for you. Definitely. And I think the issue that they're always running into, which is very similar with Heather, is like the defensiveness, like or the I'm sorry's and like the behavior never changes. And so I think that like, if there's going to be an open line of communication, like that person also has to take accountability, which I mean, she somewhat did. She like said, like, she was like, sorry. I think she, at least she's very upfront about apologizing. I don't know that. I think again, if she's in that degree of struggle, I don't know that she can actually control like the outburst. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, she we are just seeing it on tv and so it's hard to feel it but I can think of experiences with people and knowing at like how 
when you're in it that deeply, you cannot like, there's like a chemical imbalance in your brain. You know what I mean? Like you physically cannot control yourself when you're triggered by whatever it is. And that's not that other person's fault, but you, that's why I said well, like people kind of have to remove themselves from that situation. I'm on the fence about that because just coming from like a counseling background yeah, and just knowing like, that's why it's so important to like address your triggers and like oh, absolutely. therapy and like have your, um, your mechanisms that not defense mechanisms, but like your coping tools, like and coping mechanisms in order to like, not get to the point of like violence and all of these things. And so I think like, it's a double edged sword in the sense of like, yes, like giving her grace, but she also has to do the work. And I feel like she hasn't done enough to be able to like, say like, okay, I'm angry in this moment. What can I do instead of like what I typically do? That's kind of what I was alluding to with like the disclosure. Like she has to, like, she has to really, you know, be honest about where she's at. And like you said, use tools that she has at her disposal to control herself. And I thought she was doing really well at the beginning of the season. I think that she probably was doing all of that in between filming Mm -hmm. and then probably with filming, you know, like we talk about this in mental health. We talk about this in healthcare when people get distracted by other things going on, like, Oh, I'm on camera. Oh, I'm hanging out with my friends. It's like, I don't need to take my medication all the time. um, You know, I can sleep four hours this night and then it turns into five nights and then you're drinking coffee. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot of little things that like, if you don't stick to your structure amidst whatever other things are happening externally, like you're not, that's, that's what self-care means. Like self-care does not mean like order takeout three times in one day, which I did on Tuesday, but that's neither here nor there. But like, that doesn't mean order three times of takeout and watch 20 hours of TV and like sit on your couch and not shower. Like that's literally the opposite of self-care. Like self-care is like giving yourself the time each day for habits that will help you be your best self in the future. And I think that she was probably on a good path between seasons and let herself get distracted by all of the exhausting stuff. Cause they film like several hours a day. And then she has to probably do a lot more makeup, you know, like she's not putting the time in that she needs to for those things, whether it's prayer, whether it's medication, whether it's therapy, like she needs to adhere to that and because you can see where it starts to go on the downward slope because I was really impressed with her the first half of the season I'm like this is the gem that I was like kind of hoping for um on the other seasons and then I think she's just kind of let like you said let it all go on the back burner and this is the result of that so I think it I think it's just like mutual like she needs to go back to doing what's best for her um in order to take care of herself so that she can be in a good place with her friends. Cause I do think that deep down, she's a good friend. I think that there's just too many things going on right now in her life. Yeah. And there's times and... in your life where you can't be a good friend. I mean, there's times in your life where you're at the lowest of your lows, you know? Totally. And that's why I isolate myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and that's true. Like, and obviously like Jen's going through a lot. She's just crying a lot. And even in the sprinter band, she was just like, boo-hoo crying and Heather's just like I just need to support her at this point like I forget all about being upset with her why I was upset with her and it's just like I just want to hug her and support her because she's just going through a lot and I think in that Heather is a good friend and that's why she feels kind of you know miffed like she's she and Lisa said about taking the brunt of it 
is and I think Lisa is a decent friend I don't know that she's actually a good friend like I don't know that she's actually emotionally there for her but she says the right things you know what I mean and I love Lisa this is not an anti-Lisa Barlow statement I just you know clinically she's doing the right thing but but I feel like Heather actually is like the way that she says like I just see my friend and I want to support my friend you know what I mean like it's just like very sincere and clear yeah and I mean I think one of the issues that was brought up at the Marilyn Monroe dinner which I not why do people into, have such an obsession with that woman I'm not it's gonna not get like into you. it fully gonna give us we've gone way over on this on this here episode well we had an important topic to yes discuss. definitely important um but pretty Good much warnings in this episode like, description though. what yes I'm what Whitney I, yeah sh- definitely should um what Whitney like is addressing with Heather is like you extend so much grace to Jen and you're so loyal to her but you don't extend that same loyalty loyalty to me when I actually don't treat you like shit and Jen treats you like shit like where is the the loyalty to me like where is the like where you know where's the same treatment that you give to Jen when I don't do nearly any of the things that you do yeah and just saying how hurt she was by it and like how much she trusted Heather and Heather was like the second person second person she trusted more like than Justin or like you know like Justin yeah. was the first person than she was like and so she's mm-hmm. like deeply hurt by it and you could just tell Heather is just so defensive and every time Whitney would bring up like all you do is like interrupt me you deflect or you don't remember like oh, yeah. there's never any accountability and um it's just it was just a lot to deal with on top of that Jen like saying to Whitney like oh because like because Meredith was like okay well how did you like lunch go with like with you guys and Whitney bringing up like Whitney asking another question and then Jen being like okay since you want to dig like I tried to commit suicide and I was telling them about that and like it just got really heavy for a second and then Whitney's like I didn't know that like you know like whoa um Mm -hmm. But then Jen being like, well, talk about your shit. And that's how the whole Whitney and Heather discussion started. And you could just tell Lisa was completely disengaged, but still trying to like assist Whitney because, you know, Heather is just like such a gaslighter and just like, yeah, okay, well, say what you need to say. And Whitney's like, I'm trying to speak, but you keep talking over me. She's like, okay, you have the floor. Like everyone shut up. So Whitney can say how she feels. And Whitney's like, you're being disrespectful. Like, yeah, like, you know what I went Heather through Heather knows as what a she's child. doing when she does yeah. that. Like, like Heather- Heather's doing what, like, I can admit Bethany is always guilty of doing in New York sometimes with certain people of, like, as the person's trying to get their thought out, just, like, yelling, basically, about anything just to disrupt that person's train of thought so that they can't get their thoughts across. Oh, for sure. Um, And it's, like, it's, like, kind of gaslighting, but also, like, heckling, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, go ahead. That's what you have to say. And it's, like, can you shut the fuck up for five seconds? I feel like Whitney has really misunderstood this season by a lot of viewers. Like when I listen to like other podcasts or friends text me and stuff and they're like, Whitney's weird. I'm like, yes, but she's actually probably like the most honest person on this show right now. For sure. Like I feel like the other core four are giving kind of like fake, honestly. Like I like all of them, but I feel like they're kind of just like trying to sit in their made up roles. You know what I mean? And I think that Whitney probably has like the most honest storyline and is always actually being herself whether or not we like who that person is 
Oh, she brings it. She's like, Heather, you keep saying you don't remember the Lisa rumor when I know you remember because we talked about it in LA too, like on top of talking about it at the game. And then Meredith being like, well, no, because you started the rumor about me saying that thing about like starting the rumor about Lisa. And she's like, look, you you initiated the conversation. I just yeah. added on to it, like take accountability. Yeah. And Jen bringing up like how Whitney was saying like, oh, like she said that you put, she put you Heather on friendship break when and then lisa's like no that didn't happen like she said the word boundary is what she said like she's establishing boundaries and whitney continued to say like i'm establishing boundaries because i don't feel heard by you like you know what i went through um and i've been telling you all about my childhood abuse and here you are pushing me when we're doing all the things that doing all the same things that are just like dismissing me and like just having a hard time with it so like that was and of course heather's like i'm sorry whatever whitney's like i'm not accepting your apology like because like it's not I don't real. think that you mean it's not real yeah and Heather goes and ignores Whitney Whitney's like look at me Heather look at me like and Wh- Heather's just Heather's such a fucking baby oh. and um and I you know what is like proof of all of this too is at the beginning of this week's episode I found it really interesting that like we got the flashback to like whatever hangout they had at Whitney's house mm-hmm. with the flops and Lisa and Heather or Whitney was like yeah like heather hasn't even oh no it wasn't with the flops it was in the hot morning um they were in the pool and lisa was sitting above them and whitney said like you know i haven't really been in heather's life lately and she hasn't even taken notice like she hasn't even noticed but then when lisa's talking to heather in the kitchen later that morning heather's like i haven't seen whitney in forever and it makes me sad so like heather is aware of it Right. And like we said, she either deflects or she pre- pretends that it's not happening. Yeah. Or like, I don't understand to, why. Well, she's under, she's admitted to like, not only pretending to forget or not know because she doesn't want to deal with it or right. just like flat out denying it's happening. She's like admitted that either in confessionals or watch what happens live. And I'm like, that's really fucked up, at least on these shows, because like, you can't do that on this show. Right. Like you're on, you're in four walls, basically. That's why we call it the fourth wall. Like you're in four walls. You have nowhere to go. Whatever you say is still going to show up at the end of the season because um, that's all I could think of with, I don't know if it was with the Monica rumor or if it was some, with something else where I was like, y'all, I think it was the Monica rumor where it was like, Omri, it was like, Brian, why did you say anything to Rish? Like if they had said, if none of them had said anything to Monica or Rish, everyone would have found out nine months later because we were on a television program exactly so like it was just a kind of stupid that they like got all huffy about that because they were gonna have to say something while filming otherwise they were gonna look like worse friends later exactly exactly heather just like being on this like i'm gonna pretend and like not confront that like that's the whole point of this show is like um and i hear on other podcasts people say like you have to have the conflict and the resolution like you have to work through the stuff and like um we always say like New York's the best because they have bullshit, but then they like, you know, confront each other and then they decide if they're moving on or not. And like, they know they have to because they're on a television show. Exactly. Like, that's the thing is like, even when Bethany and Ramona have hated each other for 10 years, they're like, well, unfortunately we're coworkers. So I will tolerate you for another three months and then we can fight about it next year. Exactly. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, and, that happened. Oh, and then- sorry. They went to the club, got drunk. Not the um, club. In those wigs. In those wigs. And a came home. Club? A gay club. Which oh, I love. No. 
I mean, um, yes, but not in those Maryland looks. I was like, this is something the you drag queens do. are probably like, get the fuck out of here. Strips. I really think that that's something you would do. <laughs> Who me? Yes. Oh you. yeah, but I wouldn't do a Marilyn Monroe wig. You would do like a pink wig or something purple. I have a pink. I have the one you're thinking of. I have the pink one with the bangs. bangs. Justin and I wore those on his. Was it his thirtieth birthday? It was not even his thirtieth birthday. It was like twenty eight. We went to Vegas. I went to see Lady Gaga and he, me and one of his other friends each wore those little bob wigs to the show. Super cute. These old ladies, not old ladies, but like people who could be our parents' age were like, you three look crazy. Can we take a picture with you? And we were like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I have, I do have a blonde wig, but it's kind of like, it's like a platinum blonde wig. I can't remember. It's kind of like old Hollywood, you know, like a, like a shoulder length, like a Gwen Stefani in that sweet escape cover gotcha gotcha okay and i have like a pastel tricolor wig <laughs> that's my katie perry <laughs> very on brand very on brand <laughs> i know <laughs> <Predictable>. yeah <laughs> these bitties come back and start and heather and jen just let the titties out and just start titty bumping and jen's just like showing her titties through the window and heather screaming show your tits show your tits and then they're in Angie K's room and like they're Heather's just humping Jen. And then they release the boobs again and put them against the glass like again. And then you just see timestamps of timestamps from like 320 to oh, like 50 a.m. where they're all just like going to bed or whatever. It's just like very CSI. And the next <laughs> Not CSI in the titty. And at 450, you see someone go into he- or knock at Heather's door. And then the next morning. Oh. Heather asks Meredith to come over and Jen is there and Heather shows her eye and that she has like scratch marks on her body. So I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, did you get into a fight probably with masturbating. Who knows? Like her and her, her eye hit the dick and no, she was masturbating. So she probably slapped herself in the eye with the dildo. That's what I'm saying. Her eye hit the dick. Oh, <laughs> I mean, her dick hit I was the like, eye. There was no, I was like, there's no man there. <laughs> Yeah, she had like one of those, she had one of those heavy dildos and just went like blah and slapped herself in the face. Um, I did notice though, like this episode, I had forgotten about how big everybody's tits are on that show, and I didn't even see that part yet. I was just looking at them in bathing suits. Oh, they're huge! I was Look like, this is almost a well, yeah, titties. <laughs> That's the summary. Yeah, huge tits. Pretty much, they were huge. Um offensively oh we can get I just think your back could hurt but you I know mean, I it, it's a proportion I'm very thing. small so yeah it's just a proportion small. thing like when I saw Meredith in a bathing suit and how tiny the rest of her is that seems wrong <laughs> <laughs> I have some thought I'm not trying to police people's bodies I'm not Robin Dixon calling people loose and whatnot but I just you have thoughts yeah I just I feel some type of way about her and Jen Shaw and how tiny they are with those tits you know Heather a little meatier she can have more tits even Lisa's I was like I didn't realize Lisa Barlow's tits were that big until she was in her bikini and I was like whoa everybody here yeah everyone has big tits wild I'm jealous um I guess not did you watch that Well, I mean, not that big. I want them like, a bit bigger because I'm a bigger girl, pero not proportional. That's all I'm going to say. I would love like a large C. 
I'm bigger than you. So I feel like I could maybe do a D. I don't know. I think I just want to be smaller in general so that I could have like a C and it be full. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, so, getting your tits done, we can move straight on to Miami. 2023. Where everyone has their titties done. Titty puja is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to find out what planet, planets are blocking me from being 20 pounds lighter with boobs. <laughs> Sorry. No, no disrespect to anybody's religion. Okay. Bienvenidos a Miami, where they also have fake huge tits. Exactly. Segue. But our, um, did you watch this full episode? I did watch the literally 90% of the first episode. I think okay, I, great. Off I only on, watched the first one. Yeah, I left off. Um, I think like Larsa and Adriana were getting along and Lisa was like, Lisa must have been pretty drunk. I feel like that's why she kept repeating the Kiki stuff. I guess we should just start from the beginning, though. Definitely. I'm happy. I'm going to say, first of all, that everybody's like wet about Miami, myself included. And they're like, last season was okay. And here's the thing, people. We needed last season. First of all, I loved last season. So everyone can suck a dick. But last season, you needed a slow build because half these people didn't know each other yet. Right. And I don't like when the drama comes like from an inauthentic place where it's like, I just came on this show because I watched every season of every housewife show. So I know what to say to be a meme. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people who come on the shows and do that. Um, What I liked is that they like, even though it was edited differently, because what we saw last season was a ton of mini clips of like two people hanging out or three people getting lunch or all this stuff is like, you needed that so that they could have a foundation for all the drama we're going to get this season. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So I feel like you needed and that. And they are coming. They're you, coming. Like Larsa is bringing it finally. Yeah. I mean, Larsa finally woke up and realized she is not on the Kardashians on Hulu because she okay. was trying to do that. And I'm like, baby, that's not what the show is. Your ex-friends didn't want... You're not in Malika's status anymore. Like, on Housewives, you got to... You got to clock into work, especially on Miami where everybody else was clocking into work last season. Mm -hmm. The friends of Marisol and Adriana were getting a lot more than Larsa was. And I loathe Larsa as a person, but I was enjoying that she's actually partaking this year. For sure. I don't think she's trash, but you know, the kind that I can watch on my television at least. Um, (laughs) And I like, I love a frenemy ship and like her and Lisa, like again, two people I would never want to know in real life, but for television, I'm a Lisa stan. And I like that they are like on and off friends. I love the inconsistency. I love that I root for neither of them really in that sense. Like they can fight all they want and I'll just like be enjoying it. Um, for sure. I like that Julia is more comfortable this season, even though she seems like she's going to get into some bits with the cucumbers on her face and stuff. I was like, too soon mama too soon i'm just like no uh-huh. can do without can do without but i love like gertie's comfortable nicole is comfortable even though we didn't get a lot of nicole this episode but i feel like they are more like not feeling like they're auditioning for the friend group anymore yeah and just like relax and be themselves kiki is fine but like clearly doesn't have a lot going on since she still like remains to be a friend of. So I'm interested to see how much her confessionals add this season, but we'll mm-hmm. find out. Um, go ahead. Um, so uh, Alexia and Marisol 
Marisol's bringing it or, you know, being her normal auntie-ish self. Mm -hmm. uh, Gertie and Alexia's drama will, will be interesting because they both have different takes on that. I do yeah. feel like Julia is doing a lot. I don't feel like we're going to get a lot of uh, Adriana this season unless she's trolling Larsa. Um, <laughs> at least like by the previews. Yeah, um, it seems Larsa, Larsa and Lisa's beef is going to be interesting since that like comes from basically the reunion. Um, and I stay in Nicole. <laughs> and I, st- and I we stand love her house. Nicole. Like, her house was on Architectural Digest, which Stan, and then I know it sold for like bajillions of dollars. Um, I don't know how much. It's the like. money that Anthony has is crazy. That house sold for $34 million. Yeah. He has crazy money because like respect, she's an anesthesiologist. I love that for her. And I'm sure like she probably works at a prestigious hospital and stuff, but still for the lifestyle they live, whatever he does, legal or not, I'm kidding. I don't want to get in trouble. He's a lawyer. Um, right. They both make like, great money. It's very much like Tiffany Moon from De- yeah. Dallas as far as like she's yeah, like it's like that archetype. Yeah. 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 I love it. I stand them. Um, Kiki, I think is going to be messy. I think she's just trying to fit in any way that she can, at least from this episode. That's what it seems like. And we'll see how that works out for her. I need Marisol to stop doing drink accessorizing. Like we get it. Yeah. You're a drunk. That's fine. Yeah. Um, when you do it too much, it just becomes like your character. And that is that really who you like when she called it a vitamin? You know what I mean? I was like, that's yeah. Too and yeah, then uh, it's a little too far for me. And then I I needed her to stop calling people monkey because that didn't. I loved it. But I don't. I like love she when she calls says um, that. Like you know when I, somebody says it so much where it sounds fake. I feel like I like it when she I feel like it's like her name it was her name for Lisa I think monkey is her name for Lisa but it segued into like a name for like younger the younger folks like hi monks like you're just little yeah monkey. I, yeah maybe if it was just for Lisa yeah and I like when Alexia says bro because I feel like that would be me at 50 bro what are you wearing and I'm like I actually liked those Chanel slides but I digress oh no I hate that's shoe trend so i'm team alexia you can be marisol calling bitches monkey i will because i like drinking it. out monkey. your bejeweled glass i have a note that says i love how marisol calls them monkey well i just think it's very we're back to disagreeing it's just like old days <laughs> here we go just like three weeks ago um <laughs> that's what i call old days me before my international do you just want to like do you just want to like talk about like our favorite moments of this episode like I feel like there's so many more episodes that we have to catch up on they're like four others right now I mean now there's like seven others because the other no I looked today is it just five is it just the yeah they just yeah they just put up one thank god good god because I thought they were doing what they did last year where they did oh no we were like bitch we got the holidays yeah um ooh, that makes me feel better um I don't really remember (laughs) moments from this episode because I watched it like I think a couple days ago and I was still jet lagged um but I just love the feel of it like I think that people are going to hop on this bandwagon the way that people in recent times have hopped onto Potomac which mm-hmm. I'm fine with but I just wish people would fucking listen to us the first time you know what I mean right and it's like what I love about Miami and I know I read this somewhere as well some like paraphrase paraphrasing what someone said but I also had the same thought is like Miami is what Beverly Hills wants to be in terms of the money and the fashion and the glamour. 
like I feel like with Beverly Hills, we're always seeing like the mechanics. Like it feels like the behind mm-hmm. the scenes of Hollywood where you just see like all the fakeness of everything. Like it's kind of like that, like behind the wizard curtain. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, oh, this is how the sausage is made. And it's kind of rough um, versus like these people in Miami are just so fucking rich for the most part. Adriana, Marisol, questionable, but the other ones so fucking rich um and they have like an actual individual sense of style where it's like you know larsa is probably a little more larsa and lisa they're respectfully not latina so like they're not as like in tune to their own style you know like they go more with like what they hear the designers are doing and all that stuff um and that's fine but i feel like all of the other characters have like their own really clear sense of style because like we both have been to miami plenty that's Mm -hmm. their looks are the vibe like that's what people actually dress like like they dress for the city they don't dress for like what they see on instagram if that makes sense yeah totally like it's definitely a different vibe down there and and they're very original so i just love that about them and like i love the miami lifestyle i just love like that it's fast that people are really like joyous and like have so much fun just like live life to the fullest so i'm a miami stan high key no secrets here oh yeah it's like a very fast lifestyle and in order to keep up you have to have money pretty much yeah and like is and that they, down there they could not have been on that show being fake like they couldn't be on that show the way they're calling that real housewives of beverly hills and everyone lives in encino now okay that's the real housewives of encino or real housewives of pasadena or real housewives yeah. of park park like you are no longer i think rena might be the only one who lives in beverly hills which embarrassing because she's poor but anyway yeah. um, I think um I mean I think Nicole's house is in Coral Gables or at least the one that they just sold was in Coral Gables so I mean it depends on it so depends on like what people consider Miami because some people are like that's not the heart of Miami that's not Dade County Miami Dade sure. County and it's like okay yeah. um like people can nitpick but like these people aren't faking their money is what I mean oh yeah totally um I mean maybe Lisa and Lenny well now Lisa Based off of, I oh was my like, god, that moment! This is why I, I was, was like, Larsa made me so proud in this moment because she's like, okay, like since you want to bring up rumors that you've heard, I never bring up the rumors that I hear about you, but since she said it, like I'm gonna say it. And I heard that you ran out your house in order to pay for your mortgage, and then that everyone's was like, we've all heard I that, know. we all know that she's rented her house out for music videos. I heard that she rented it out for four forty thousand dollars. Like, yeah, whoa. I will say I was weak um, when, because it's just Puerto Rican me was weak when they brought up Nikki Jam and they were like, she's suing Nikki Jam because he didn't pay for his party or something. Right. Like, and what? I was like, uh-uh, why do you got to bring my people into it? Like, <laughs> we don't, we don't have to do that. And then, I mean, obviously that's also biased. So I like Miami is because people there know a lot of Latin yeah. culture too. Um, also a note on style. When I was traveling, um, in one of the cities I was in, I was just like sitting, people watching because like my friend was off taking pictures of something I didn't care about. And I was just like looking around, like myself included, the number of people who had like the same pair of shoes on, like the same style shoe or the same kind of pant or the same jacket. I was like, everybody just shops off what they see on Instagram now. You know what I mean? Like everyone looks good, but they all look the same, you know, and it made me kind of sad. I was like, I didn't really see a lot of people with their own. Oh damn! And this was international. Yeah, and it was just kind of like everybody had the same puffer jacket, or everyone had the same 
like again myself included the same chelsea boot you know like i was like get triste <laughs> like come on y'all pick something for yourself moving on <laughs> um but that's why I like miami is because like they all like clearly do what works for them and what they like versus just what you see on the interwebs yeah also it's rough seeing the whole lisa and lenny thing starting to play out because of what we know and so especially the part where she was at marisol's house and she was like yeah you know me and lenny aren't really having sex like he basically he can't get it up for me is what he's saying and she's like she's like but he's looking better than ever he's going to the gym he's eating better like he's never looked better and kiki's face is just like they clocked it really quickly and lisa's like he like asking who are you looking good for it better be me and kiki's like look like if that man is working out when he when men work out they just want to have a lot of sex and if mm-hmm. he's not getting it if because their blood then... flow is going yeah yeah listen when you mentioned that that was like a thought i had about both lisa and monica and family karma and based on experiences with um friends of mine who like have been cheated on in the past some people know that something is going on and they refuse to say it out loud themselves and they wait for somebody else to point it out to them you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like because like Monica said that she was like you know sometimes I feel weird about this that and the other and I feel like Lisa sharing that out loud to them like she was the one who's like afraid to bring it up to Lenny but she's like I feel gonna be that like housewife and we see it all the time on the other housewife shows where like they bring up the stuff to their friends that their friends are the one who say say it so mm-hmm. that they don't look as guilty. People yeah. need, like women's intuition, y'all. It's there for a reason. Oh, but Did yeah, something... Lisa's being Did messy, of course, with Larsa about the whole OnlyFans hookers thing about her building. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, just trying to be shady. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that, like, first of all, when Larsa was like, "Look, I did this all on my own," like, yes, it's something be something to be proud of. Well, let's call a spade a spade. Like you are, which I mean, being a stay-at-home mom is still a task. Like, of course, you were mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Miami the first couple seasons for mm-hmm. you know that it was That's there. The first season. Um, she, oh wait, oh yeah, Lisa or Larsa? Larsa, just the first. Oh, season. she was just on the first one because she was a dud. Yeah, um, and it's like, but Lisa is a stay-at-home mom too. Like, if she, if Lenny would be just as respectful to her as Scotty Pippen may at least from what we see was to you as far as like y'all splitting like the house like um sale and everything like that then like she could have the same type of setup that you have but like so don't you know what I mean like don't throw stones at glass houses or whatever however they say it because it's just like it's the same thing it's the same absolutely they fall they fill the same role and that's kind of why they're friends um, but also I feel like sometimes when you do fit like the same role in a group, it also makes you competitive. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I think um, they're very like the keeping up with the Joneses with each other. Oh, for sure. And then Alexia bringing up like the only reason Lisa's God, upset about it is because she doesn't fucking know. She, like she doesn't know what a mortgage like she doesn't know if she has a mortgage in her house or not. Like that's that the only reason hilarious. why she's hilarious. And it's like, why do rich people like why do people like hate the fact that people have mortgages? Like just because you're rich doesn't mean you don't have a mortgage like. Like, yeah and you relax. probably and you know that lisa probably doesn't know anything about that because Lenny absolutely not she knows which, nothing about money that does stress me out for people very That's stressful. A personal choice but we saw it with shannon we've seen it with other, on oc we see it with other housewives like 
these women who pride themselves on not knowing what's going on. I feel like Crystal on Beverly Hills also said that with like some of Rob's stuff. Yeah. I'm like, y'all gotta get some information. That's all. Really, like, just even if it's like, hey, like, you know, that's why Trey got in trouble with like all of that Mm -hmm. shit. It's like, don't just sign shit blindly. Like, ask to be a part of the process. Like, have some type of like, advocacy for yourself so that like yeah because i did not not feel that for her when she went to prison oh i asked about finances like please tell me like yes i don't need to know how much is in your bank account like when we're you know like i don't need to know that but i need to know like what yeah Yeah. anything that we share especially if we're like talking about like what are your opinions on having a joint bank account what are your opinions on having a prenup what are your opinions on like having real estate together like or if you're like starting a business or if you're like like, move into my house you don't have to pay anything but like we're in a serious relationship or getting married or whatever I need to know certain things I do absolutely do you pay for this house a month where are you at like they said do you have what is the plan if we end up breaking up like yeah what is the plan can I be on the deeds of this like what you know just thinking of exactly and like if if that person's like I'm handling all of it. None of it's for you. That's when you need to save your money so that you can put a deposit mm-hmm. down on one bedroom if something goes awry. Exactly. You always totally have to have agree. an exit strategy, my friends. Totally. And agree. that's not an avoidant attachment practice. That's called watching out for number one because men will do it forever. Oh, for sure. Um, Especially because she s- doesn't have a family. She says that all the time. Girl, if you don't yeah. have a family, you need to take some of that Chanel money and put it away a month. I just encourage people not to be delusional. Um, oh yeah. Because then we have situations like this where your husband is a complete dickhead and has like completely switched up on yeah, you because yeah. he does like, not, he no longer wrong. loves you. Yeah. Cause he's wrong, but you also should have protected yourself. For sure. Um, you know, it takes two and I'm sure she's not perfect, but whatever. Um, Larsha's party was what it was. Lisa just kept bringing it up. Kiki mentioned it. I told her not to. She must have been drunk, right? Cause I feel like she that's was what definitely drunk people drunk. do. Where like they forgot that they said it already. So she's like, oh, I just want to make sure I said this once. And then people are like, you said it five times. I I love Adrian Heike, but that's just me. I just think about it in my head to myself. Um, (laughs) I love that Adriana brought Larsa, like the olive branch flowers. Like I thought it was really a really nice gesture. And the flowers were like, it was a nice arrangement. So I was like, oh, that's so cute. And Mm. how Larsa was drunk and saying, like hugging Julie, be like, I want us to be best friends. I'm like, Julia's like, what the so fuck? Fake, like, Larsa. But it was hilarious. I just think she it was, was funny, drunk. But I'm like, Larsa must be oh, drunk yeah. too. <laughs> um, I will say like, one thing I do like about Adriana is like, as ratchet as she is, she's very cultured too. Like me, she's a polyglot. And <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying that over What the fuck is a polyglot? I forgot. Like somebody who speaks lots of languages. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Rolling my eyes. Her and Adriana, just the polyglots over here. <laughs> You know, we're just children of the world. Um, I'll say Deruby. But yeah, you guys can call me Deruby moving forward. Deruby. Ruby. Ruby. Because Deruby sounds like I could be Dorinda. Uh Uh-uh. Deruby. No. Everybody call me Ruby moving forward. Delusional. That's what I'll call you. I mean, I am. (laughs) That's how I got here. (laughs) Like, sometimes delusion works in your favor. You're like, this will happen to me. Oh, it really does. It's all manifesting is all about being delusional okay yeah people are sure. wondering how i live my life delusional <laughs> delusional <laughs> ruby understands that adriana is like what i like about her because remember she was like an art gallery worker or something like that like 
owner. She, she owns an art gallery. <laughs> not worker. Not a worker. <laughs> <laughs> an owner. <laughs> Perdóname for the disrespect. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, like she has taste, like, and like truly she has lived around the world and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like she understands the significance of like a classy gift and like doing stuff like that. So I respect that about her. Does she act like a trash can sometimes? Yes, but Absolutely. so do I. Rubiana, a Druby. Also, can we talk about how Jill Zarin just makes her way everywhere? Oh, I loved it. Like, like Jill Zarin. <laughs> she's just going to make her way everywhere. She's like, look, y'all going to see me, okay? I'm going to be she's, invited everywhere. You're she told y'all season one, episode one. She is a connector. Like, she's the one who taught me that word back in 2008. <laughs> Lessons from Jill Zarin. <laughs> I love her. So Rinza, I love these sweatsuits. I'm gonna order like eight of them. <laughs> I gave her the J. Crew sweatsuits. Yes. Girls. <laughs> that that season made me fall in love with Jill all over again. I was also watching um when I was like flying back, I always download some Housewives episodes. And um I downloaded like the season finale from the first season ever of Roni. And um, they were like making Allie intern at Zarin Fabrics and like playing pranks on her and stuff. It was so good. I miss them. Uh, I miss the good old days. Y'all don't know how good we had it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such an old person. You definitely sounded so old just saying that. It's giving giving Auntie at the barbecue. Oh, definitely. My song. (laughs) And it's like, I'm going to say play my song and it's literally like uh, whatever you like by T.I. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days with the T.I. Harris. I know. And I'll be like, just um, waving my hands in the air. Oh God. Amber, Amber said to me once that like our song, the way like people play Return of the Mac or like something else at a barbecue and you're like, oh, okay. And people are like, that was my jam. That artist when we're old is going to be adorned by Miguel. Oh my God. Please no. God no. <laughs> that we're going to be old people like, and this is the stuff we got freaky to. Oh my God. I think it's going to be like Bruno Mars. Um, Ew. What Bruno Mars song? The, all of 24 Carat, whatever. Saturday. Oh yeah. Saturday, um, oh, Uptown Funk. Yes. Yeah. Um. But anyway, back to Jill on Miami. Um, the obviously the last season, uh, the last scene was rough. Seeing Lisa making Russian food for Lenny, and Lenny's just I, oh yeah, like, I just can't help but look for signs of Lenny. Like not- oh yeah, I mean when you know what's coming, you're like always looking through a critical lens. Oh, he was for sure, and the producers are like producers are like doing what they do and like mm-hmm. showing Lenny just constantly on the phone his phone co- constantly going off and yeah. ignoring Lisa Lisa just feeling like not heard and like okay no one cares what I have to say whatever and then three weeks later Lenny's mm-hmm. telling her I don't love you anymore and I want a divorce and you need to get a house with the kids and then five weeks later it's just like I want you out the house but we know you're not going to go unless the court tells you to and it's like saying this with the camera right behind her I'm like oh my gosh this man has Jesus. no no he's he has no that's beyond just a disgrace like oh but now at least they have that footage of Lenny I think this was like episode four where he like you can hear him with the mic the hot mic 
can use that in court against his ass because he's claiming that he didn't cheat on her and obviously like he's admitting that he cheated on her and so i'm hoping that lisa can use that in court as like a yes you were yeah. cheating on me give me money like more <laughs> money now oh justice for lisa justice for lisa justice for logan and l those are her children yes logan's so cute he's like i want to go to jewish school because i'm a jew i'm like oh that's so cute <laughs> come on jewish school loves it <laughs> but yeah i guess that's it um anything else rubes no i'm like so happy to be back as i said it feels right um and like just like a plethora of content um winter house i don't think we need a third season this season was not good at all and i'm worried that i'm gonna start hating summer house too because like they all bleed into each other now every season just every winter house just some of the drama centers on justice garbaggio i can't stand her yeah oh just is awful um but i do want to see this episode where rachel is like just telling giving her a piece of her mind so bad for her when she realized that like just was saying something insulting to her and like really took it in yeah for sure Jess, fall off a cliff oh for sure um and then i'm sick of craig sick of austin craig actually isn't bothering me nearly as much as jess is so well yeah just takes the cake um but yeah, I guess. Okay, so I do want to do a small little uh, plug for my planner, guys. Oh, yeah. Just, She's got a product out, friends. I just released a um, digital planner. If you are like, look, I struggle to find a planner that's going to work for me. Like, I just buy mm-hmm. them and they don't actually help. I want to lessen my carbon footprint and do a digital planner, especially if you have like an iPad or an Android device or something, even at your computer, you can type in it. My mom just texted me like, oh my gosh, I'm using it to type. And Aww. it's using on the computer, typing it. And it's so great. So like, it, it's for everyone. It's a planner for all the ages. It's appropriate for everyone. It's very goal actualizing centered. It has, who has, who has calendars people that acknowledges Mercury retrogrades? Okay, me. You have the calendar on, that has sell your product, all the dude. Mercury retrogrades on it. Let's it's very go. diversive and inclusive and includes like history month, pride month, Asian American month Um, with like Pacific, what about my Pacific people? Islander month. Oh, of course it has Hispanic heritage month, like it native American Indian yes. month. Like it just acknowledges everyone and um, it's great. And I'm very proud of it. You can, I will put a link in the bio, um, but it's at smoothwellness.com or my Etsy shop. But yeah, it'll be a link in the bio and yeah, I would love your support. Check it out. How much is it? Okay. So it is 25.55 normally, but I do have a discount going on until Sunday, 11 59 PM. If you go to my website, samoonwellness.com, it is a a pop-up box that comes up with the code, but I will also put it in the description. It is launch 2023. There you go, folks. Get your wellness on support our our co-host. Yes. And, um, that's, that's my disclaimer plug for the day. A shameless plug. I mean, (laughs) Um, don't forget to follow us on at pop of color pod and on Twitter and Instagram for more of our unasked for um, opinions. Bloop bloop. I've been tweeting while I catch up. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that we back in this bitch together and check us out. Leave us a review. 
um follow us strong through the rest of the year and uh we just love your support i hope we did not lose international fans with ruby's uh dorit i better uh, win some international (laughs) fans with that listen all i said is that the men didn't want me that's all i said and that was their mistake Um, and that everyone dresses the same okay so that's everybody in the world we can't lose everybody in the world okay true okay like all i said was y'all just think for yourselves you know no hurt except for um taking care of your health okay wash your hands there's three illnesses going around it doesn't mean you're gonna die but nobody wants to be around sick people that's nasty nobody take your vitamins if you think that you're sick and you have to be out wear your mask um and just do your part and this yeah they said that if you live in like big cities and are indoors in a crowded space wear your mask um you can go to covidtest.gov and get free for at-home kits by the way because they're Mm -hmm. issuing them out again for u.s government i actually have eight oh i'm gonna get some more i have eight right now there's (laughs) there's miss covid still making her rounds and that's probably gonna be forever there is the flu hello and then there's rsv now yep and so somebody's gonna get you if you're not careful so stay home if you're sick nobody wants you at their party if you're sick please no dear god stay home take a nap avoid your family wash your hands you know yeah just use just use critical thinking which reminds me i am going to hibernate until i leave to go home because last year i went out and my friend had covid and didn't know and i therefore had covid and literally almost missed christmas by the skin of my teeth like thank god my immune yeah, system you don't need to live up. on an edge like that folks absolutely not do your part and we will uh take care of your mental health um if you need us you know if you're like look i struggle i don't have anyone to talk to me and ruby are always here dm us we will yeah we will give you we some talk to anybody and we really do absolutely um i i believe in engaging the people because we can talk to a wall and the wall say hello like <laughs> hello welcome to my trailer my trailer <laughs> <laughs> we will chat we're happy to give us something to talk about as long as you're not offensive absolutely. then you will be blocked absolutely um but i guess that's that it. um yeah. as as they say arrivederci off wiedersehen adios au revoir sayonara Goodbye. Goodbye.